From Jerusalem, this is Baruch Gartner with the Living Aligned Podcast. Teachings from the Hasidic Masters, providing the tools you need to live with greater vitality, connection, and joy. One of the closest students of the Baal Shem Tov, his attendant was the grandfather of Rabbi Nachman, Rabbi Nachman Hardenka. He had an amazing custom of always saying, Gam Zelatova, it's all good. One time he was with the Baal Shem Tov and they were discussing the situation with Russia and the Tsar. And Rav Nachman Hardenka said, Gam Zelatova, it's all good. The Baal Shem Tov said jokingly, Baruch Hashem, you weren't in the generation of Haman when he made his decree. What would have happened if Mordechai, who was obviously a tremendous tzaddik, was oblivious to what was going on. What would happen if Mordechai was oblivious to the decree of Haman and just said, it doesn't involve me? In the second part of Lakut Moran, Torah 7, Kimirachame Minakim, the merciful ones will be the leaders. Rabbi Nachman teaches that the perfection of the tzaddik is not to transcend the world, but the higher he goes, the more he shines his wisdom into the world. His wisdom of unity. By infusing his wisdom in his students, there's no generation that's orphaned. Every single generation has tzaddikim, the continuum of the previous generation. As the verse says in Kohelis, the sun rises and the sun sets. When this tzaddik leaves the world, another tzaddik is born. Every generation has true tzaddikim, who are the aspect of motion. This is a deep glimpse into the essence of who Mordechai is. According to the Arizal, Mordechai is even on a higher level than Moshe himself. How can we even compare Mordechai to Moshe? Moshe is Moshe. But according to the Kisveri, Mordechai is more expansive than Moshe. He's Rav Chesed, expansive loving kindness. And that's the expansiveness of Purim. But how can we understand that? The idea is, is that each tzaddik is on the shoulders of the previous generation. When it says that Moshe Rabbeinu passed away on the 7th of Adar, and Moshe Rabbeinu was born on the 7th of Adar, we talked about the idea of the burial place of Moshe as Moshe goes to a higher level. I alluded to another way of thinking about the birth of Moshe. Haman didn't know that on the day that Moshe passed away, he left his das in the world. Haman didn't know there was a Mordechai in the world. And he didn't know that Mordechai knew everything that was going on. Each word is a code word. He knew is das. Everything, kol, is also a code word. Kol means everything that's in the heaven and the earth. He had this expansive consciousness of knowing the highest of the highs and the lowest of the lows. On Friday night, I was reminiscing with my oldest son, Yisrael Nachman. Way back when, on Purim, we would climb the stairs up to the top floor of this old Meisharim apartment, where the great tzaddik Rav Yaakov Meishechter lived. And each year, he would repeat this word that made him the well-known tzaddik that he is today. The holy Rav Yaakov Meishechter says, a person not only has to have emunas chachamim, belief in the righteous, but he also has to have emuna, faith, in the wicked, to believe that there are people who are actually plotting at all times against God, his Torah, and the Jewish people. According to Torah, Amalek is alive and well. And from inception, from day one, 
the Amalekite people covered their identity. They appeared as Kanani. That's their essence. They do not fight straight on. They fight behind the mask. The same thing happened in the days of Shaul. The king of Amalek, Agag, appeared to be a gentleman. No one could fathom that the sophisticated Germans could perpetrate such atrocities against the Jews. And today, 80 years later, we are so much more sophisticated. It's so much easier to hide behind a mask and mix up your opponent. Most of the world doesn't even know that we're at war. Not only does a person have to have amunas hachamim, belief in the righteous, they also have amuna, belief that there's people who are wicked. You cannot be oblivious of such a thing. And if you are, you're not a real tzaddik. But Mordechai knew only those with wisdom of kol, all, all that's in the heaven and the earth, know the plans of the enemies behind the masks. And believe me, they exist today big time. So what is one to do? How does one fight an invisible enemy, especially in such a mixed up world of disinformation? In Lakuti Alachas, the laws of gifts, number three, Rabbi Nassim teaches that one needs to go in the footsteps of our forefathers, also in the ways of Mordechai. Listen to these powerful words. Therefore, this war is the most difficult war in the world, the war against the Malik. He is the one mixing up the world and making it impossible for us to discern where the truth is. We live in a generation where falsehood appears to be truth. This is the aspect of the birth pains before Mashiach comes, where the world is mixed up, and the rectification, the tikkun, is only simplicity, tzmimus and pshitas, that anybody that wants to have mercy on his own soul, not to lose hope, each person according to the pain in his heart, has to behave with simplicity and truth and to scream out to Hashem, show me the absolute truth that I should know who to connect to that's going to connect me to the truth. And Rabbi Nelson says, this is what Rabbi Nachman teaches, that the tikkun, the rectification, is to get up in the middle of the night and to lament over the destruction of the Beis Amikdash because it was our deeds that destroyed the basin English. And every generation that we're not building it, we're holding it back. And anybody that goes in this way, the derech hayoshan, the old way, the ways of our forefathers, to get up in the middle of the night and introspect and to lament over the destruction of our own personal souls that caused the destruction of the basin English, and to scream out to Hashem, as is fit, then certainly he will merit to know the absolute truth. Somebody who desires truth, they give over to him an angel of truth. And this is exactly what Mordechai did when he saw the great power of Haman. As it says, and Mordechai knew everything that was happening in the world that Tzaddik knows the lowest of the lows, but he also knows the highest of the highs, the mercy of Hashem. Don't forget Mordechai is the numerical value of Rav Chesed, infinite mercy. 
Mordechai is the aspect of the tzaddik of the generation. And he knew how the accuser messes up the world. And it's impossible for a person to know where the truth is. So Mordechai tore his clothes and he went out into the city and screamed a bitter cry. And all the worthy Jews followed in the footsteps of Mordechai. And when Tainus Esther, we can align with the prayers of Mordechai and Esther. We have to believe that there's no orphan generation. Still today, there are simple, holy people that are going in this way. And it's my mission to connect the world to these people. There is a real problem and there is a real response, a tikkun, tikkun chatzos. This is what I've been trying to do to bring down these ideas to the world. These are lofty, lofty ideas. The people in the generation of Mordechai laughed at him. Calm down. Take off those funny sackcloths. Drink a lechaim with the king. It's all kosher. Integrate. This is not politically correct. You're causing problems. But Mordechai knew. He knew that this was the tikkun. Hashem transforms all that lament over Zion, per tachas efer, splendor instead of ashes. It's clear to all eyes through this story that the man that donned the sackcloth, that didn't care about his honor in the end, and Mordechai goes out in front of the king in royal garments. This is splendor instead of ashes. It's clear Mordechai knew. He was going in the ways of the forefathers. The first redemption was through Hatzos Laila. And the story of Porb turns around in the middle of the night when the king can't sleep. The king can't sleep because there's no Beis Amikdash. This is the turning point, the hour where the Chut Shel Chesed, the loving kindness, is aroused. This is our secret weapon. And so too, hundreds of times in the Zohar, it says that the final redemption will be through Chatzos Laila. There's an idea that everything will turn around for the best. This is an amazing story. We go from the darkest calamity, the decree of Haman, and in a matter of years, the son of Esther, of all things, builds the second temple within a matter of 15 years. Don't give up. There's hope. There's a rectification. And in the merit of all these tzaddikim, the verse that I see every night will come about. The verse in Yeshaya, the whole world will be filled of das, and there won't be any strife, and there won't be any war in my holy mountain. Keep basey base the fila for my house, the house of prayer for all the nations of the world. There's an idea that everything will turn around for the best speedily in our days. Always stay connected and subscribe now to the Living Align Podcast.